1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy?
2: That's what the poster said.
1: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
2: Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13. Pit Pass Radio, America's <laughs> weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing you know how
1: past year ago
3: industry news trends the people involved
0: i'm ricky carmichael it's kevin Schwartz. this is josh teameth this is kelly smith
3: this is travis latron this is jeremy mcgrath and now Pit Pass Radio. hello again everybody it is pit pass motor racing weekly a little bit after the top of the hour two hours of uh racing talk we're also going to talk motorcycle safety in studio, Tony Wink, Scott Casper with you, P.J. Duran with the weekend off. This program brought to you in part by our good friends at Hicklin Power Sports out there in Grimes, Iowa. Look for them online at hicklinpowersports.com Pit Pass is part of the Evergreen Podcast system. It's easy enough to get there. Go to EvergreenPodcast.com and check out all the lively lifestyle programming. We're proud to say we are the number one product they offer and we intend to stay that way. We appreciate you listening to us no matter how you hear us, either on air uh in the radio format or in a podcast form uh, you can also hear us on our app and all that tony how do you get the app if uh let's say you're you got a cell phone
2: oh man i don't have one but if you did you <laughs> could go to a google play store or um apple itunes or there's all kinds of there's an app i don't know you got an app you got an iphone i do don't You? i do you're an iphone guy yeah. you're you have to go to the apple store and get okay. my stuff fixed constantly guy right
3: oh yeah yeah, no. Actually, I haven't been there for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I have an iPhone ten. It's not even out of the box, and tomorrow I make my second of the last payment on it. <laughs> I owe two fifty left. That's it.
2: Yeah, it's- that stinks too because the phones are so expensive, and just about the time, and they and it's the same price whether you 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 pay up front or you you uh, put it on a payment plan. But they just got a knack for making them not work once they're paid off.
3: Oh, buddy. And the batteries die quickly. And anyway, so much for AT&T and CNN. I want to thank Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, our buddy Eddie Camp in our studios in Advanced North Carolina, Jack and Leanne DeLeon producing this very program both on air and online. We appreciate them. Last week uh, we had some tough weather, and uh, they stepped up and uh, aired the best of and it sounded pretty darn good guys i sure appreciate that on the program ryan sipes danny Eslick, john ewart and that's our number two our number one is uh, kind of interesting uh, cole seeley and of course henry wiles it's always fascinating to talk to henry but um in in the studio before I get to the results of uh, of Thunder Valley in the studio is a guy that we just determined we've known each other and been friends for 53 years, and I talk about motorcycle safety a lot to you folks, and I hope you're listening. Uh, it's always very and and, and even if, if you're not an active rider, understand that there are things you can do to to uh, make sure that riders that are coming down your street are safe. And the uh, sheriff of Polk County right here in Des Moines, Iowa, is um, and, and more than just Des Moines, but Polk County. It's a broader picture, but it's uh, my buddy Kevin Schneider. Sheriff, how are you?
1: Great, Scott. Glad to be here. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I was so tickled pink when I found out that uh, uh, the re- uh, sheriff retired and they appointed you the sheriff, and now it's time to actually run for the position of being sheriff. That is correct. So, uh, something very new to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of humbling, isn't it? That it is. Yeah, you got your hand out. Please help me. I want to hit some goals here. And uh, Kevin's going to be with us throughout the program. And uh, we want you to check out his website. Uh, also on Facebook, by the way, if you'd like to get involved with uh, what Kevin's doing and how he can make Polk County a better place to live, safer. And, uh, you know, offering up the surfaces uh, of some really great um, deputies, by the way. Uh, I think you have a tremendous staff. And uh, I don't know how many officers are actually... On, on staff for you
1: we have about 175 uh, officers full-time we have 570 employees and uh, oh. today we just were able to uh, work uh, with the board of supervisors and uh, got approval to hire 15 more detention officers for our 1100 bed facility
3: and they're looking to add more beds to the facility we'll talk a little bit about that I, but i believe it's 54 beds is that right
1: we got uh, 34 and uh, we 34. have them already we just needed folks to staff them and open it up so wow. we're, is the food good there food is excellent Really? I've been looking <laughs> for a career change. I might go into a little bit of crime
2: or something and see if I can't swing on in and get a little, uh, you know.
3: Mac and cheese is outstanding, I understand. <laughs> so.
1: You know, we uh, we do have an opening for a cook, and uh, I'm sure Ken would take you under his wing out there. Ken graduated uh, culinary arts, and he's quite a chef. Could you and, uh, legalize wheelies?
2: What's that? Could you legalize wheelies in Polk County? Because I can wheelie like nobody's business. Is it I against the that? law?
1: Is, is it, it be- against the law? Yeah. That it is. Oh, I I thought the
2: sheriff asked it at first. I'm like, uh, maybe it isn't. I would never
3: have thought to even ask that question. But wheelies are uh, illegal. Jack, make a note of that. Mark the tape. Um, Wheelies are illegal. On the street, anyway.
1: Yeah, you're okay if you're riding a unicycle. You'll be all right.
3: Yeah. Now, Kim Reynolds, Governor Reynolds, could probably do it and get away with it. (laughs) Yeah putting
1: me in a tough spot there scott
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's a good boss she's a good boss polk county is a much safer place for kevin being here and uh, hopefully by the end of this program we'll be talking to you our listeners as to how you can be a safer rider and a safer uh, uh and enjoy a safe experience riding your motorcycle whether you're on a track of any kind or on the street so welcome to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Been doing it for a little over 16 years now. We're happy to bring it to you each and every week of the year. Let's go to some of the news. Tony, uh, it was a big weekend at Thunder Valley, Thunder Valley Motocross Track. Let's go to the 450 results. Zach Osborne finished in third, Eli Tomac in second. Kenny Roxon, as predicted, has made a stunning comeback from what most would, for, for most average riders, would have been a career ending injury, but he came back little yeah, by little by little. I
2: think, even for an average pro, I mean, it, it's a you know, we've beat this drum a ton, but yeah, Ken Roxon has got to be stoked. He got the overall with a 1 2 and he beat uh, Tomac. Tomac continues to be right inconsistent, there. though, man. I mean, it's, it's something's I don't know what I, Tomac should be the champion. He should have been, well, he is the champion. I mean, he's a reigning champ, but he should be. Um, He's just on another level when he's yeah, on, yeah. and then there's there's always him off weekends, whatever. But I'm really stoked for Zach Osborne with a two four for the third overall, pretty good to see Zach's coming back from injury too, and yep. and um, n- not nearly as severe as Ken, obviously. But um, yeah, so that there's that was that was pretty good. There was a little bit of controversy in the two fifty class, yeah. and and I don't know if if so. Adam Ciencerillo got a two one. He went off the track. At one particular so place, and, and it was a good thing that there wasn't, a, you know, like a four-wheeler or anything, any kind of vehicles or anything parked in that because he was he was clearly out of control. But the way they run the, the – it's called repeater banner. It's, it's It basically lines the track, and it's for television and, and for viewing, and it says, you know, sponsor, whatever, around the corner. There was really no place for him to get back on unless he turned around at the face of the jump which I think would be even more dangerous and not necessary. He went down, he hooked a to right, basically cut the track. Justin Cooper came around, but you could see Adam slowed way up. I mean, he, he absolutely did not gain any ground by doing it. He, he did a good job, I think. And, uh, um but the controversy is well, still cooper squirly. cooper and team uh cried foul and justin cooper in an interview i don't think he made it it wasn't very popular that the, the <laughs> interview he said if that's how they're, if they're gonna let that roll then i guess anything goes and wow. and i just
3: that's fineable
2: you know and, and adam was a class act through the whole deal i mean he even said and i was a bummer i went off the track but i you know i think i did it right and, and then uh you know apparently he had we weren't there, so you know maybe before they went on television, you know for the interviews that maybe Justin had expressed his discontent with that, either with the uh, uh, the results and Justin even said I think I got the overall even though he didn't. So yeah, <laughs> and I know we got a guest, Jack. Singlin. Well, let's do we got, it. We got Henry on the phone. Let's, let's get him.
3: Let's do it. Racing for Bandit Industries, DPC Racing, Wilco Racing as well. Henry Wiles joins the program. Henry, how have you been?
0: I've been doing well. How
3: are you? Well, it, it seems like we've been talking for a half hour already. Yeah. I Apologize. Sometimes you, you we... guys are
0: good at it. I mean, do what you do.
2: <laughs> what are you in, like a soup can phone, or what? It, it sounds, sounds like, like you're it, in a you inside the microwave, or what? <laughs> you're. Uh, oh
0: man, is it is it bad?
2: What are you on you're on your you're on your car phone, ain't a you? A Speaker. You got one of them fancy phones yeah. that you talk through the mirror, and it somehow comes <laughs> out. I know what you're doing.
3: <laughs> sounds really good. Yeah. Henry, let's talk a little bit about what you've been up to, man. You rounded out the uh, top five at Indian Motorcycle, Lexington, Red Mile, in Lexington, Kentucky. We've been debating about this in studio. How did that track get its name? Do you know?
0: I'm, I'm just going to guess the uh, the Red dirt.
3: Yeah, that's what I thought. There's probably plenty of clay in that, yeah?
0: Yeah. Well, they actually resurfaced it this year, and I think they put some more clay down. Um, it was a beautiful day there on Saturday, but it rained a lot, so, um, they made the call, and I think it was probably a good call to, um, push it back a day, so we raced on Sunday, and the track was as good as it's been in, you know, the last three seasons that we've been there. It was it was the best this year, and, um, I think had we had it at night, the track would have been even better, and, um, I think, uh that that's going to be uh a track that we go to every year. Now, you know, I mean it's the, the the track's turning out really nice. The stands are packed. I'm I'm pretty sure they sold out.
2: That's awesome. So
0: yeah. Henry, yeah, things are it was, a, it, was a, it was a great great event.
2: You think sometimes with the dirt when you get when the 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 guys that are putting it together get in that situation where it's it's too wet and they can't do anything about it, so they're bringing it around and it's at that point when they they finally get it to a turning point where they can start wheeling it in and that sort of thing. That's when it's really – it seems like that's when the dirt's the best. And it's like you almost have to overwater in a lot of situations. And I'm sure they know what they're doing. But it, it just seems – just so many times we talk about how, man, the, we didn't know how it was going to come together. And then it ended up being the fastest, best track we've ever had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean – Mother nature has always given us the best tracks it seems but um, you know that's it, it's hard, especially on a mile track to get the whole thing and, and get enough on it but yet get it done in a timely manner you know we're, we're trying to really keep our, our shows um, concise and on point and to to the time but um, you know also with rider safety in mind so, Uh, that's a real tough thing to do
3: well two event postponements and an additional day's delay uh doesn't necessarily work well for the pits nor does it work well with fans what was the overall uh consensus when it was all said and done
0: i think it was really good um i actually uh was speaking with a couple people that were able to make it because of it being postponed so Oh. That was that was cool. The crowd was still uh you know full, so and I spoke to man I, I want to say probably about eight people that I spoke to that just were kind of running through the pit area um before or after the race that said, you know, um, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a dirt track race. I'm for sure a fan now, and I spoke to one guy and he's already. He's on his way to Lima and Springfield Mile and Yeah, so it's cool. You know, it's just being able to tap into some of those people that might be motorcycle fans or or just, you know, don't don't really have a lot to do and they, they get out to a dirt track race and they see what it's all about and the racing that goes on at the speeds that we're going and it's exciting stuff.
3: What are the what are the races, Tony, that I see periodically on television normally from Britain and and uh, European and they've got a little uh, a splatter shield sticking out of the back and very thin tires. What what is it? Speedway race. Speedway race.
2: That's in California.
3: It's, is it really? I think yeah. I just I I can't. I've get never into.
2: been. I've seen it actually in um, in Ohio at the uh, um, what is that race, Henry? The 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 vintage race in Ohio.
0: Oh yeah, I think they have a the one that George wrote Re- bought it. Yeah yeah. Um. I know what you're talking about there. Uh, My word, I've been to it. it how many times. <laughs> yeah, off, but.
1: yeah well, so that's... That's um, what
3: they make the uh, Google machine for, so go ahead and plug that in your Google machine and... Maybe we'll, we'll answer that as a, a trivia question. Henry Wiles, is our guest. He's a legend. Of course, uh, there was a time when uh, Chris Carr was in that lofty position, but uh, you beat him, dude. You are that TT all time wins guy, and uh, that is obviously pretty great for us. I looked at your, you know, how you started the season at Daytona finishing second, and, uh, and quite frankly, I thought this was that season right now. You're in what, fifth place?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we had a couple races that didn't go so well. <laughs> We're actually at a TT race and um one that we thought we'd do pretty good at and um you know, we weren't really killing it all through the day. And then for the main event, I think we made some good changes. I could really tell the bike um when I went out for my warm-up lap felt a whole lot better. So I was pretty happy with that, but then uh we we took off uh for the main event, I was right in third, right where I needed to be. And um, uh, red flag restart. I went out for the restart, and I could feel my tire going low. I made it about a half a lap around the track, and that thing was on the rim. So it was a little bit of a heartbreaker. But you know, you're gonna have that. Sure. And uh, you know, we've had we've just struggled a little bit at some of the other tracks. Thought we would maybe do a little better <clears throat> than what we did, and showed up with uh, a setup that we thought was going to work, and then it's like, oh, well, this isn't working, and <laughs> here's the times to show it's not. <laughs> so, you know, then it's like full-on hustle work mode, and, you know, we kind of turn it around a little bit. But, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's never easy. And, um, you know, and we've seen, you know, Jared in the past where he seems to be he's been pretty unbeatable the last couple of years, and even himself is kind of, like, oh, wow, Jared's, Jared's <laughs> sucking today, so that's like, you know, it happens. It happens to the best guys out there, and sure. if there's anybody to that is prepared to work themselves out of a situation, I'd say it's those guys, and uh, you know, so it's dirt track racing, and sometimes you can struggle, and that's just how it goes.
3: Uh, Sheriff Kevin Schneider is in the studio. A little later, we're going to use his sidearm, uh, and just pop off a few rounds in the parking lot. Probably
1: not, but <laughs> let's go back to time. Is it legal if you're sure? Not. Is it legal? But I think that goes right in with, with the wheelies, maybe a little bit more so, But severe. if you
3: combine wheelies and popping off a few rounds, there's one negative. What do you think, Henry? you think wheelies should be legal?
0: Yeah, was actually, I really wanted a clarification on that, so wheelies is probably considered reckless driving or careless driving but Uh
2: oh but is it a
0: lot of care when i'm wheeling down the road possibly without a helmet possibly without a shirt on i there's a lot of care that goes into my wheelie that there is no way it's careless
2: you know i i had an attorney what's your attorney buddy's name scott um uh, uh, Tommy Berg,
3: Berg, yeah. yeah, he's represented
2: you a couple so I, times. Yeah, huh? So I had some sort of a ticket, and he's like, "No, you didn't. You had two tickets, okay. Tommy." But back he to was, back, yeah, he, yeah. But it was like, "Hey, man!" And he was like, "He was he was bummed because he was hoping it was like a wheelie, because he was going to bring in like Tony's an expert at riding motorcycles, so he." It's not uncontrolled. It's not reckless because he can do it at will. And we'd have videos to show. He goes, it'd be a lot of fun to represent you, you in a dem- court.
3: Demonstration outside. The it, jury would go outside and you could wheel you around the courthouse. It
2: ended up being like riding on the sidewalk. I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't <laughs> anything fun that he could he could uh, get me out of. But um, He did a good job. I agree, you. Henry. I think that a man that could uh, do what you do on a motorcycle, I think if I was an attorney, I think I would enjoy fighting... That ticket in <laughs> in court just so that just to prove that it's not reckless, it's not careless, it's it's controlled. And then if that's the case, if it's controlled, how do you argue that you're not an attorney, but you're? you're a sheriff
1: <laughs> well that's why we recommend helmets as you can see folks this is what happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh,
2: I wore wow. i wore oh. bell helmets in the 90s so i have oh all gosh. kinds of reasons why that was just I a plastic shell with some liner <laughs> it was pretty much they're good now i actually wear a bell helmet now do you which, yeah and they are a lot better than they were in the 90s what well, makes you that. a
3: difference if you get them for free right
2: i buy my helmets
3: henry, henry wiles doesn't though henry, what are you do wearing? you wear? do you buy your helmets or are those uh from your helmet supplier
0: I I am a, a marketing partner with Bell Helmets. Yes. They are phenomenal helmets. <laughs> they are even, buy them in carbon fiber. They they actually, you know, they spend a lot of money in, in research. I've been to their facility before and the amount of testing they do with impact testing and you know and, and even getting the helmet off you safely. Yeah. Um the way they can pull out the cheek pads and, and everything it's they it's like you say, it's remarkable the, the technology they put into that since
3: the 90s. We did a whole special, a two-hour special, along with our good friends at KCCI T 8 about uh, head injuries and helmet manufacturers, along with those that manufacture helmets for football and uh, other sports, are banding together to try to improve helmet technology in such a way uh, that the helmet doesn't become part of the problem, but it's part of the answer. It,
2: does, it ha- They have come around a ton in the last... I would say 10 years um or less yep. that uh the helmets are you know the bell helmet i absolutely is my favorite motocross helmet the flex 9 that i wear and um i can get free helmets from just to, from a lot of places and i've
3: got four or five of them i
2: i, I know you do <laughs> um but uh i, I can, then he doesn't wear any of them hey, but, i wore
3: one yesterday
2: yep yeah. so uh yeah i'm i'm pretty stoked on the on the bell um I know I know. Fly has a new helmet out that I haven't tried yet that I'm, I'm pretty interested
3: in. Have you in. seen the helmet with Bluetooth in it, Tony?
2: Henry, you sent... No, yeah, I got that. Oh. Henry, you sent me a... I was kind of shocked yesterday, or maybe it was today. You sent me a message on Instagram. I was kind of flattered. You said, uh, nice job or something, because I, I posted a thing about... Um, you know, I own a motocross track here in Iowa, and we had a race Sunday, and I raced five classes, 58 laps... I was smoked at the end of the day, but it was it was so fun. I mean, you all I did pay was for that? Do I you was. To, do you have no. to
3: pay for every class?
2: No, but every class that I won saved me money because I won. <laughs> I took the winnings. Um, it's you like buy, to keep your own trophy. Do you run your own um, your own Instagram and Facebook and all that, or is that somebody doing it for you?
0: Yeah, Oh, no, that that was me. That was me. Uh-huh. I saw you, and I was I was I was pr- I
3: was proud of you.
2: A lot less fat I than can. I used to be, so I'm pretty but, stoked on yeah. myself.
3: he's he's lost a jar of uh, sausages uh, the whole jar on
0: winning too you know so you got to pay out less money
3: (laughs) right henry we are uh quickly running up against the clock actually way past but uh it's always a pleasure to talk to you um give you a chance to do the uh, sponsor role if you would would and don't mention bell helmets again okay
0: okay yeah i you know, I, I didn't really have this all <laughs> well planned out, but, you know, uh, Bandit Industries, Lakeside Motorsports, Brian Bigelow, he's been, uh, helping me out a ton again this year, getting the bikes, you know, prepped and fast and staying together. And, um, uh, we've, we've got the Wilco Racing, DPC Racing, and, uh, Furigan Leathers. They're keeping me looking real sharp this year. They've got the, Another another thing for you guys to start looking into is the airbag suits, um, you know, with the leathers, so that's another, uh, that's what's coming up next to keep us all uh, safe when we're out on the I look the fat
3: enough as it is. I don't need an airbag on top of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's, it's going to, you know, I think it's the next advancement in, in rider safety. Yep. I think pretty soon you'll see all the leather manufacturers um, doing that, but Furigan Leathers is you know, on the forefront in and, and, uh, collecting data and, and working on all that. So I'm pretty stoked, thanks to all my sponsors. And uh, we got, you know, over a half a year left with some of the rain out. So I'm looking at uh, uh, quite a few chances to get, get things uh, turned
2: around.
3: Get thanks. it done, man. Henry Wiles proof positive that uh, it does take a village <laughs> to raise a racer. Henry out of uh, Michigan. Standing 5'11", 165 pounds. The dude is a a solid athlete and uh, an exceedingly competitive racer. And you can look for him online, AmericanFlattrack.com. We always appreciate the time he affords us each and every time we call. He says when, and we tell him, and then he shows up. So it's always good. Anyway, thanks, Henry. Uh, Kevin Schneider in studio. We call him uh, Sheriff because that's his title, and uh, he'd like to repeat that. We'll tell you more when we come back. Stay tuned. This is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. This is Jeff Gibson. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio.
2: Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.